At this point, you should be on the frame with a film strip title that says Oral Hygiene. Hygiene, where we talk about caught and educational films uh, or TV shows. And we're doing the experiment of the one and done, where we do a TV show that was on for one season. Currently, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, episode two, Hell Half Fury. That's pretty dramatic, man. This is Matt. Hi, it's Mark Malik. What's up? You, you could have given yourself like the uh, the nickname. This is Mark Hell Malik. Mark Hell. No, I no, I'm not going to attach myself to the theme of this episode by my name. Mark Maggot Mallet. Mallet. Yeah. Mallet. Maggots. Hi, it's Maggots. I'm Maggots. Oh, what if that name sticks? That'll be horrible. <laughs> do you, I mean, do you know how many nicknames I actually have that have stuck? It's kind of ridiculous they're like five six okay. what are they um marklar marky desaad mark arson um, you made that one up yeah that was cheating and that still stuck <laughs> I, I completely cheated um I, I guess there's just three i don't know there's probably okay. more i'm not thinking of okay see i was like <clears throat> yeah, maggots I, yeah or falling like rain. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Have you ever watched TV from a beanbag? Uh, actually, yes, I have. Okay. <laughs> there are friends of mine who I was uh, pet sitting for and they have a beanbag and I was sort of just lying in it for a while and I got jealous. So I ordered one off of some website where you order things and uh, for cheap. Was that dot com? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying not to. Um, and then I ordered a bunch of stuffing and I cut up a few pillows to make it larger and um, then when my house was hit by a tree I, I'd had it for maybe two months so I was just like crap I can't throw this out I just bought it dream is so, over so did you I watch still the- have it did, oh okay did you watch this episode from your beanbag no uh, I'm, I'm house sitting somewhere else right so they have a they have a normal home <laughs> I'm I'm probably gonna have to give away the beanbag, but I you know I've just been hanging on to it because it was this thing where I am a very tense individual. I don't know if you can tell from how I talk on all the podcasts, but I have a really hard time relaxing. So I was like, maybe if I give myself something where I'm just lying down, I would feel a little better. Mm. And uh, I, I don't know. I watched Matrix Revolutions from the beanbag. I mean, Resurrections, Resurrections. Okay, so that was a beanbag movie. It was but a beanbag was, movie. This was not a beanbag episode. Um, no. What, hap- what happens in this in this very um, special episode? Liz develops telekinetic powers. And why does she develop telekinetic powers? I think it's her time of the month. <laughs> yes, this is the uh, this, <laughs> this is the this, episode that really nails the whole feminist angle. <laughs> no, but really, this episode is ahead of its time because it 
I think it's the first time I've ever seen something go so hard as to how misogynist everything was in the eighties and how ridiculous it was. Which like just... are things less misogynist and maybe they just found different ways to do it. I mean, I don't, I, I think things are less misogynist than they are in this episode of this show. Okay. I think the word is when would chauvinism be the word here. Maybe. I thought yeah. chauvinist was. I think if I you're misogynistic, was... you hate everybody. <laughs> like you're misogynist, you hate women, and if you're chauvinist, you you just are are mean to them. I'm I'm not entirely clear. Well, they're basically are they are they being I didn't hate, research? Are they being hateful or mean in this one? I'd say probably both. Okay, so they're being misogynistic and chauvinistic. Yeah, they're uh, you know lots of istics. As opposed to the ism. And dismissive right. is there a word for that? Dismissive. <laughs> Just yeah. gaslighting. Okay, gaslighting is a good one. Um, gaslighting, which most of us didn't, oh, many of us never even heard of until a few years ago, probably. That, that's what I was about to say, but the term comes from something like way older, doesn't it? Yes, it comes from a movie called Gaslight from, I don't remember, I don't know what year. I didn't know we would get into this conversation. <laughs> 1948. <laughs> Okay, very I good. Know, I don't know if that's right. <laughs> I think it's. I think it was more like the fifties, but okay. <laughs> this is about a about a woman being gaslit. Gaslit, yes. Um, are they are they gaslighting her in this one? Um, I maybe? feel like they're being more dismissive. Uh, yeah, it's 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 tough. Maybe they're gaslighting us, the audience. So, I mean, so it's the, about the, me now. The, chick, the chicken that broke the sparrow's back, I guess, was not getting the chicken for lunch or whatever. Did you notice that it lo- really looked like the chef was pissing on the chicken early on? <laughs> well, maybe maybe that's why she telekinetically stabbed the chef instead of just um, getting the chicken. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, you're not if you're if you're impatient for lunch, that's certainly not going to make it go faster. You know, <laughs> cook faster. Or I'll kill you. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, I mean there there was there was casual misogyny in the first episode as well. I guess in all the rest of them, but well, I think they, you know, yeah. in the in the quote behind the scenes stuff, it starts as we get through a series, it sounds like they like arranged her the actress's death or something, right? <laughs> yeah, is she ever in the in the behind the scenes stuff? I don't know. She's supposed to be dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it sounds like it, they might have had something to do with it, which is, uh, you know, just another layer of the the dark humor of this dark place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're in or... London. Can't they just run across the street and get some other food? I don't. Maybe not at a hospital. Yeah, I guess when we see the model, they're not really close to anything because they couldn't afford other models. So even, but they say it's London. So but, but when he's I on bet, the roof, when he's on the roof, there's buildings. It, yeah, it's so confusing. I bet if you just tried to get in a car and drive away from that hospital, you would just end up in a in a hedge maze and then come back oh, you, out. You'd, the end, you'd end up, yeah, as well. Say you'd end up back at the hospital. There's no way to leave this dark place, right? Nope. <laughs> um. Let's see. Oh yeah, I like the all. Uh, we'll add the exposition and post. There's a lot of that in this episode. The exposition <laughs> is given very quickly behind when the, before the door opens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
And then th- um, this is the one where you mentioned the whole slow motion, or Dean mentions the whole uh, slow motion thing. Yeah, everything was considered for slow motion. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a lot of really fun uh, Ed Wood type wire work here with just plates on on wires. Right. And Dean Lerner takes time out to uh, chastise you for noticing the wires, <laughs> chastise the audience. Did you notice the wires before he mentioned them, though? Yes. Okay. Because I was watching on a laptop screen, so he he need, I needed that pointed out for me. <laughs> I I feel like some of the early ones weren't as obvious the wires, but then they sort of did something where they put light on the wires. Later oh, by the, by the time we get to their climactic telekinetic episode, yeah, there's plenty of wires. But <laughs> so yeah, someone uh, so uh, there are a few times someone gets chased with a stapler in this episode, and I have like. A very irrational phobia of getting stapled. It, it was just mildly painful. Yeah, but I'm just like afraid of a piece of metal embedding itself in my skin. I don't what have about, any piercings. What about splinters? How do you feel about splinters? I I, I hate them and well, everyone hates them. Mildly, I, yeah. I am I'm afraid of them. Yes. I gotta yeah. Because I hang out at temples a lot, so I have to be careful not to get splinters. Yikes! <laughs> no, I mean, can't you get like the the socks with like the super thick bottoms? Yeah, maybe? I have. Yeah, I have those and stuff. But um, mm. yeah, like I I got a splinter, not a splinter, a piece of wood got a piece of wood got in my ass. That sounds bad. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> no any, anyway, I did stand up. Consensual, and, like, I hope. I did stand up and there was like something like if I moved a certain way, I get stabbed in the butt and I had to find like a piece of wood doing that. So God, <laughs> that's not cool. Why would Buddha do once? that to you? I don't know. Because you learn through suffering. It's the samsara of life. Huh? Well, that's true. Yeah, hey, you, that, was, you, that was actually a legit explanation. <laughs> you sit down along the road to uh, enlightenment and then you pick up a reminder not to sit down. Yes. Okay. Why did I write Dean Lerner as Spider Man? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I wrote it less than twelve hours ago, but I don't know why I wrote that. So let's move on. Um. Mm. So who do you think is is it more dangerous to keep Liz around this hospital or to keep Data on the Enterprise? I'd say. I mean. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say data is more dangerous, but it would be kind of cruel of them to just drop him off. <laughs> be cruel. Okay. Well, they, he could Liz could just go himself. somewhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I guess she isn't a nurse. Fortunately, she gets uh, lobotomized at the end, so it's not a problem anymore. <laughs> Thanks for lobotomy. <laughs> Thanks for lobotomy. Yes. Um, let's see. I noticed Garth does not wear an undershirt. I I didn't for until like maybe eight years ago or something. Even, undershirt? Well, because he pulls open his shirt and it goes straight to chest hair, right? I wore an undershirt when I was a child, but I haven't since then. I'm just chest hair to hair shirt. Yeah, now it's just it's like really cold, so I have to wear. I, I do that. Oh so yeah. Sp- speaking of Big Bang Theory, I do. I'm going around rocking that um long sleeve undershirt and t-shirt thing. So maybe that's not so great. 
I wear thermals when it's cold, but it's because they um thermals tend to not make you not heat you up as much as sweaters. You can keep your shirts longer that way, especially when it's summer and you get all sweaty because you're when your undershirt like starts to um smell funny, you have no problem throwing away and getting a new one. But if your t-shirt starts mm. to smell funny, you're losing your your badass t-shirt, right? Well, I mean, I I just have so many t-shirts. You should you should many. hang them. You should hang them. Don't put them in the dryer. They'll last longer. The colors will stay more oh, vibrant. It sounds like so much work. Yeah, but you want to have vibrant colors. This t-shirt still has lots of green and it's like 10 years old. Honestly, when I I have so many t-shirts, the one I get one with a hole in it, I'm just like good, I can throw this away and there's less shirts. No, my Pet Sounds t-shirt has a tiny hole in it. But I'm not going to throw away my Touch Sounds Pet Sounds t-shirt. And Depends the on where image, the hole is. It's a very tiny one near the bottom, so it's not a problem. But I had but, one that where a hole just opened up right in a nipple, and I was like, well, got to get rid of this one. Yeah. Um, but multiple screwdrivers in the torso, that's a special kind of horror. <laughs> yeah, we have another <laughs> scene where people are like, uh. <laughs> See, okay, the stapler, I'm like, I don't care so much. But yeah, the, the multiple screwdrivers in the torso, that 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 is unpleasant on many levels, even with wonky fx <laughs> i kind of thought he was gonna live of course he wasn't gonna live he did he showed up <laughs> at the beginning of the episode wait are you being sarcastic i've lost my sarcasm no okay no i just couldn't remember whether he died or not because oh. i just don't watch things very often <laughs> no he was he was definitely going going to die and, so and there's no there is no there's no obtaining this show on disc so you pretty much have to decide you're going to watch on youtube if you watch it Right. There was a disc actually put out. I, I think I guess it's like region, whatever the UK is. Region yeah, region two. But, two. but uh, so there is a disc, but yeah, it's it's not like yeah. readily accessible. It, yeah, it's a region two and it's like $50. I think you can, I think honestly, you can get the uh, box set of man to man with this show for less, but it's still region two because we just can't have nice things here. I mean, there's an anime that, that showed on Netflix here that I, could pay four hundred dollars for on Blu-ray, but I'm not what, going to. What's that? It's called Doro Hidoro. Have you seen it? No. It's uh the premise is there's a guy with a giant lizard head and he keeps abducting uh sorcerers and putting their entire head inside of his head and there's like a little naked guy in there that will tell him whether or not the guy is is the one who turned his head into a lizard and then then he kills them and his best friend makes a gyoza and she's a super buff badass lady how and many then episodes are there so far i think they're 12 oh yeah but 400 bucks is way too much for 12 episodes it's something like yeah it's it's a, a season one of an ongoing story that was uh, finished in manga but not an anime yet but ah okay i'm since netflix is netflix i'm uh not super hopeful for continuing but yeah uh, great I show probably, i probably very violent hit, i probably have hit manga in the house and i don't even know what it is let's see what, oh. what, what last year what did my daughter get it was the uh, toilet bound hanako kun hanako is the girl that's in the school toilet but in this case <laughs> hanako is a boy um i don't i don't know what that is but i'm into it, it sounds yeah. great uh, what, what, oh, for Christmas, what we get her this year? Oh, Death Angel or something. Death Note? No, not Death Note. Death Angel. Okay. 
I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. No, it's like it's like I, okay. I don't even know if there's an anime for it. So I'm you know I'm despite living in Japan, I'm pretty far out of the loop on that sort of thing. Well, there's just so much of it that it's like, how can you even? There's a bunch of stuff that I w- would like to like. There's there's an anime that's just about like a skeleton who sells books who's depressed. It's <laughs> supposed to be great. I mean, there's there's a bunch of stuff. And then in Japan, and, uh, you know, it's it's, it's all in Japanese, which is you know, it's it's what. It, it's not always fun to try and do that. Like mm-hmm. manga usually has the hiragana or katakana, so technically I can like read it, you know. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's just it's it's not uh, relaxing, is it? <laughs> I mean, you can get fan you can get fan subs probably on the internet, but then you have to track all that down. And right, and uh, it's much easier when Netflix acquires it and just puts it up right on Netflix day one, and then and then. You know, like they started doing that with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which I believe we're on season six of that. So anyway, with Garth Marenghi, all you have to do is go to YouTube. It's much easier. <laughs> that's true. I do wish I had a disc of it, though. And you could be finished with all of it in like two hours. So that's kind of groovy. How I long did Man to Man run? You said there's like more Man to Man. I think there are 10. Oh, I'm not okay. sure. Okay. I've watched all of them. I-, I know that I watched all of them in an afternoon once. So okay. I don't think there are very many. And just in case, I guess you should explain what that is. Oh, Dean Lerner has a uh, talk show where he interviews fictitious people who are all played by Matthew Holness. Right. So, well, Garth Rangi is the first episode, and then it goes on from there. But he shows up at the end too, doesn't he? It's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not quite as good as this. I think partly because there's a laugh track, and well, obviously they're not doing the whole show within a show thing. Yeah, yeah. So they, it's, it's only one layer of insanity as opposed to the two layers. Sometimes three layers you get here. That, yeah, that's that's what makes it so good is the layers. It's just I I thought about this recently, how I used to love going to arcades when I was a kid. And I think it's just basically because when you go to a video arcade, you go into a place. And then once you're in a different place, you put your head inside of a machine and go to like a, a second place within the place. Sounds fun. It's like well, a, a, a good Inception style dream. Yeah, it's like the third level of Inception if it was fun and good. Did I tell you I had a, a layer dream several weeks ago where layer one, it was I, I was um, not lucid, but in layer one, I was going to sleep. And then layer two, I was lucid. Mm, interesting. And I was going between layers. So I thought layer one was the real world. That's pretty yeah. wild. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty trippy. So, <laughs> but um, but yeah, yeah, lots of fun. Hey, how do you feel about '80s hair? Uh, I love it. It's great. It's the really? best. Really, really. Yeah. You don't think '80s hair makes a woman like look like 30 years older? I mean, I'm 44. I like a woman who looks 30 years older. <laughs> what can I say? I'm just like you know, think about like all the the hair band videos in the 80s where they'd have like 22 year old supermodels but then they had like giant mom hair in a, in a mom swimsuit right and it was, it was i think it's kind of great it's like okay. a it's a it's just a, a layer of being extra complicated see i was pretty happy and, in the 90s when hair changed because even as a kid i was like i don't like this 80s hair like in the 80s i mean i'm not i don't think i'm pretty very particular about hair but like i do really like somebody who is kind of leading with like i'm going to be very dramatic and difficult how about which uh, that kind sh- of puts it up there shoulder pads also like those 
Okay, I'm not for shoulder pads either. So I, mean, I want someone's players. shoulder. I I'm attracted to someone whose shoulders are closer <laughs> with to my own shoulders. <laughs> so you want you want to find yourself, Van Halen. Wait, okay. No, um, you, you, you want to date Van Halen? <laughs> David David Lee Roth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you can't even say Van Halen because that's like three people already. Even yeah. if you just say Van Halen. I know the Van like, Halen is a man. It, it went from 50% to 75% late in the band's career. Do you think you could really piss somebody off by just, just like talking to them about Van Halen and just saying that it's Van Halen, like calling the singer Van Halen and thinking that like Jethro. Yeah. That, the <laughs> yeah, that guy, then, Jethro or Blondie Pink Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's the Alice Cooper situation. Yeah, that is pretty weird, isn't it? Like the band was called Alice Cooper and then he became Alice Cooper later. And then like legally changed his name or something to Alice Cooper. So now he is Alice Cooper. It's kind I, of, you know, Santana is also confusing. It's like you don't know if it's a band album or a solo album. Yeah, like, like that one that, that late that 2000 album that had the terrible hit song on it. I don't know if that's supposed to be the band or the solo artist Santana. I don't know that 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 song became a terrible meme that I don't dare to actually recite the name of. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to summon anyone who thinks it's funny. But I like Santana when he jazz rocked in the mid seventies. He's fine. I yeah. I always looked at him as kind of like fun background music. And usually when I do a guitar solo, I'm like trying to sound like someone else. People are like, "Oh, that's a good Santana impression." So it's like my fingers can like only do Santana impressions. It seems. I've yeah I don't think that I think any of my guitar influence starts around like 1970 <laughs> with like with like Phelps Collins and then probably everyone who played on the skinny David Bowie albums oh right, Robert yeah. Fripp or whoever like the, uh, all those Carlos Alomar Earl Slick yeah yeah, those guys yeah all those dudes yeah all those dudes who played on like the Berlin trilogy and played on the Talking Heads albums that were good Talking yeah. Heads albums Oh man, this, just to go even more off topic, uh, you know the it's the um like rock plots talking heads performance we're doing um once in a life yeah once in a lifetime with the extended band um Tina Weymouth is on like the the um synthesizer not the bass. I know I've seen that, but it's been a while. Anyway, the the they got like the um the Afro beat guy on bass, right? And then mm -hmm. the YouTube comments, I looked at him and I was like, well, they should let her play this. This guy sucks. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this is like, like the, the best bass plague ever. I, I guess because the whole song is just. Dun, 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 dun. But he's just like ripping those notes out like a pro, you know, like with tons of groove, you know. So, yeah, I used to really be kind of uh, down on. Um, uh, Stop making sense because of the quality of the name of this band is talking heads that came out a little earlier right but i sort of realized that 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 band actually has a lot of like super ridiculously talented people i think that the talking heads just weren't writing as interesting songs at that point that yeah. is pretty much yeah i would say that's the case um that's why you only make six albums or six episodes and quit just trying mm -hmm. to pull this back into the farm of oh yeah because we were talking Let's about that yeah, it's it's really weird how I mean, I think the stuff I write is more like speaking in tongues, but I don't really like that stuff. Mm. I don't understand it. Well, that's just minimalism isn't for everybody, people, but it is 
in the maximalism of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place that we are actually talking about in this podcast. And, uh, of course, I can't even think. Like, like I said, we, I don't want to reiterate jokes, but this does have the um, fantastic one of um, I'm, I'm rare in that I've written more books than I've read. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this also contains one of my favorite jokes where he's sort of running through the hallway and he says, as I run through the corridors, I felt muscular and compact like corned beef. Which is, is, is the corn, the, is the corned part, the muscle part? I, no, I mean, corn, corned beef is just like a deli meat that kind of is like baloney. Maybe it's more common in Britain. I don't know, but he yeah. just said, <laughs> just, it's like corned. It's just like, it's just like baloney. Someone's going to probably write in. Someone's going to write into Twitter and tell you what corned beef is. <laughs> that happened yeah, with something else recently. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. You've arrived. Was it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember what it was, but um, okay. Uh, so that's, that's it for this one, I suppose. Since we just spent five minutes on the talking heads anyway. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible that we've like taken the most misogynist episode of the show and completely ignored it. And talked about well it wasn't guy stuff so whatever it's it's i feel weird to even commenting on it but it yeah, was ahead of its time yeah if we got if, if we were like talking about like banging football helmets with heads in them by now you know that's not what happened so i guess it's good anyway um treat women with respect and not don't take the lesson. Don't of this treat episode. them like this episode does. <laughs> Even though I'm sure that the, this is entirely a joke within the episode. But even if uh, they still have 80s hair and shoulder pads in 2022. I mean, they don't because this is 20 year 20 year old show. Yeah. <laughs> even in 20, even 2004 was a flashback. And also, I guess she's dead. Right. Oh, right. I was just talking about uh, people who currently in general are going shoulder pads and big hair. Somebody does it. Mm, I think it's kind of cool. Somebody. Okay. Mark is a fan of that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, this is Oral Hygiene Podcast. Uh, It's Oral Hygiene Pod on Twitter, Oral Hygiene on Facebook. Um, We also do sci-fi movies with Matt and Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary. We do the Twilight Zone on Time Enough Podcast. The sometimes Nintendo-centric Monster Hunter, and the very mm-hmm. Nintendo poke. No, but the I don't know. I, I yes, Nintendo and Pokemon. I mean, Nintendo doesn't say. even make Pokemon. Yes, that's the Pokemon company. Game anyway, Freak. Guess who doesn't appear on the uh, Gamer Podcasts? Me. Okay, but you can. I don't either. All, hey, you could find all of these podcasts uh, on the the Patreon umbrella of Podcastio Podcastius. Throw us a dime. We'll keep the lights on. We'll. We'll scuttle some episodes your way early. So that's it. And and Mark is reviewing movies. And is that is that your stick? Hey, follow me on Letterboxd at Filter Broken. That's the thing. What kind of filter is broken? Voice filter. Oh, okay. I was thinking like I a, say uh, too much. Like a air conditioner filter or something. Hey, like guess a- what? Every every username on Letterboxd that has the name Mark in it is taken. Mark Arson. <laughs> Dagan. No, oh. it wasn't. I don't know. I didn't want to use that. Okay. It was like I made that nickname up, but I didn't want to I want to use it anymore because cheating. Right. I'm gonna go practice my telekinesis, I guess. Okay. 
Uh, <laughs> Squibbly do. <laughs> Did you advance the phone strip? Are you on the final page? Well done.